0: Hello, I have an invitation to tea with the Queen. Yes, Emma's been expecting you. Please come in.
1: I think that we just massively underestimate, especially as women, our own capability and awesomeness.
0: And it's changed. It's changed my life completely, yeah. Sometimes I think you go through this journey as a business owner and think you're a bit crazy. You're like, who am I to have this dream? Well, I just think women are hard on themselves. I wish I had been more confident in what I was capable
1: of. But I feel like you do what feels right for you, then that's going to be always on brand.
0: Women, our natural inclination is to be pleasers and to put other people before self. I've never had a tea with the Queen before, and this is such a pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Hello. I'm Emma McQueen and welcome to Tea with the Queen. Did you have it tough during COVID? Well, spare a thought for Kelly Britta, her gym was forced to close for 15 months during some of the toughest lockdowns in the world here in Melbourne. So how on earth was she able to handle it? Well, when the going gets tough, the tough get going and no one's tougher, more resilient and more innovative than Kelly, who pivoted. Yes, there's that word, pivoted. She pivoted her business. She launched a COVID proof mobile gym on the back of a truck. The idea just took off and she has gone from strength to strength ever since. As you'll hear, Kelly has a lot of business smarts. Just the right person in such a competitive industry. Hey, Kelly, thank you so much for joining us on Tea with the Queen. It's lovely to finally get you in this studio and be able to get you Talking to me about what you do.
1: Yeah, I am super excited. Thank you so much for having me.
0: It's a privilege. Thank you. Oh, totally welcome. Tell us, have you always been into health and fitness, even when you were really young? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Fitness was
1: always a part of everything, pretty much. I did. I started dancing like when I was five years old, and um, did that until I was about seventeen, and won lots of scholarships and all that kind of stuff. So I definitely could have gone down that path, but. Yeah, I kind of picked up boxing when I was in about year 10 and that was it for me. That was from then on I knew exactly what I wanted to do and where I was headed. So, yeah, it was something that I've always loved and it's a big part of my life, yeah.
0: Do you know what I love the most about this? I meet a lot of women in business and I meet a lot of women in organisations and I meet a lot of women who are so unhappy with what they do. So it's lovely to hear a story about someone who – from a really early age knew what they wanted to do and you've got a business which is called Fitness Addicts. How did it all start and I understand from the very beginning your dad was a big believer in the success of your gym.
1: Yeah so um, I started Fitness Addicts just out of a garage and then from a garage it grew to a little factory in Brunswick Um, and then from there I doubled the size of it and turned it into not just a little personal training studio but a like a big gym, really. And it was one of the best things I ever did, because it just created such a an amazing community. And even, you know, some of my clients 18 years on are still with me. You know, they're still my clients. And and that's, yeah, that is amazing. My stepfather, who, he was a really good, he just had a really good business brain on him. And it didn't matter. I'm very much if I decide to do something, I just go and do it. I don't really consider Anything,
0: um, I just—I <laughs> mean, you do consider something, uh, well, so,
1: <laughs> yeah, something. So, but I usually just go and do it. Um, where he was my kind of my bounce-off board, and you know, he just helped me. And he was a CFO for a big aviation company. And when um, Essendon Fields first started to develop, he suggested that I should start to manipulate things and start to uh, transfer my Brunswick to Essendon Fields. So I, that's what I did. I ran them both for four years until Essendon Fields had a, um, a decent, you know, membership base. And then I basically fully relocated to Essendon Fields. So that was, you know, something that was really good. Um, yeah. And then I think it all just changes when you become a mum, I think. And then you've got to transfer your, I don't know, your goals and change things up a bit. I oh, think. yeah, man. It's a juggle, right? It, yeah, it's a huge struggle. Yeah, um, I mean, when he he passed away, when I was two weeks before I had my first child, um, so that was a huge change, game changer for me because I really had to um, navigate myself without without that support and without that person keeping me grounded. You know, like where I was just making decisions willy nilly
0: without the sounding board, really. Yeah, without
1: yeah. just someone to bounce off, just someone that's objective and someone that's um. You know, not judgmental. Someone that's very open to to growing, but it's hard being a you know a female in business
0: because a lot of people just want to squash what you want to do. Yeah, I know. You know, I hear you. I hear you. Tell us what what do you love about what you do? Oh, I love
1: everything about what I do. Um, there isn't a day that goes by that I kind of regret what I've done or. Um, I love empowering people just to feel good and that's definitely my favourite part about it. No matter where they're at, how old they are, how young they are, how much experience they've got in health and fitness, I love just watching them change, watching them grow and just build their confidence. Even if physically they don't even change but you just watch their confidence grow and their mental health change and um, they just become far more confident and it's great to see and I love watching that all
0: the time it's so interesting to me that you in your answer didn't talk about the outside stuff at all it's all about the inside you know how people feel inside the confidence etc etc
1: yeah well, when you're happy on the inside everything else just falls into place doesn't it you know you can try and lose weight as much as you want but unless you actually believe in what you're doing and believe
0: in yourself you're just never going to get there yeah totally I mean I don't know about you, but I'm sick of talking about COVID. But COVID, we need to talk about it, right, because it impacted the fitness and the gym industry big time. Gyms in Victoria especially had to shut their doors for such a long time. Tell me about how you transformed your gym business. Yeah, so
1: I think initially um, it was all the unknown. We just didn't know what was happening. No one did. You know, we didn't know how long we were going to be closed for. We didn't know what was going on. And in total, I think it was about 15 months my doors were closed. You know, and because I live regionally, but my um, business, fitness addicts, is in Melbourne. It was the lockdowns were and the restrictions were quite different. Um, so I tried to pivot uh, my business in a way that I could still utilise the fact that regional wasn't in such harsh lockdowns, and I could still try and work um, because it just wasn't viable for me to drive up to Melbourne all the time and train one person. So I really had to think about that and you know what I was going to do. So and online, I think I did five hundred workouts online
0: right. and houses
1: yeah and i swear i would never ever 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 want to do that again you know that was horrible um it got us all through but it wasn't
0: you know it wasn't ideal yeah well i mean in in these times you you come up with things that work versus things that are ideal right but you also come up with another innovative concept called fit as fx what is that
1: okay so fit as fx is a completely fully functional pop-up gym so in 2020, when we were closed and we were in the thick of COVID, I don't know, I just came up with an idea where I said out loud, I was like, imagine if I had like a a trailer that was fully decked out with all the latest gear and as if people were training in a gym, but it was outside and I could operate during the harshest of restrictions and blah, blah, blah. blah. And then literally, I don't know, a few weeks later, I was in a factory having it made So it just all happened really quickly, but literally within six months, I had a three and a half tonne fully operational trailer, which converts into various pieces of equipment. It's loaded with great equipment. It's solar powered, it's LED lighting, it's um, got, you know, waterproof speakers and it's all decked out. It's got a big awning on it for cover. So I really tried to think about everything that could be thrown my way in terms of weather and all that kind of stuff where I could still operate. And in October, 2021, I started operating and yeah, I love it. It's so good. I never thought I'd love training outside, but I actually
0: really like it. Watching the sunrise. It's beautiful. It's so funny listening to you because refer to an earlier point about uh, when I make a decision, I just go and do it. (laughs) (laughs) And then you went and did this pop-up trailer and the pop-up trailer is beautiful.
1: Yeah. um, I am very, very happy with it. I'm You know, the first one I thought, oh, there's going to have to be so many changes. There's going to have to be this and that. But I just love it. I love everything about it. I love the space. I love the size. I love, yeah, I love the fact that I can do so many variations with it. You know, I never have to do the same session twice. You know, I've been very selective with what I've put in it. So I make sure that whatever pieces I've got in that are easy to move around but very high quality and you know I I live by the beach too so I've got to think about that as well so but yeah everything about it I'm very very happy
0: with it. So awesome I mean how important is it to keep on innovating and be ahead of your competitors in the fitness industry? Oh the fitness industry is
1: just insane how many new fads come out and As a consumer, it must be so confusing because if you're not familiar, you know, with fitness or exercise isn't a part of your everyday life, then you wouldn't even know where to start. And, you know, there's just so many franchises out there now. There's so many, you know, they're popping up everywhere. And I just think you need to evolve, but you also need to stick to what you know and what you're good at. Because if you start going too far out of the square, you just... You're going to have a concept that's going to last for, you know, maybe a couple of years or so and then it's just going to fade out. So as much as, you know, it's great to change things up all the time, you're going to be realistic and go ultimately fitness doesn't need that much. It just needs a little bit of a commitment and to move our bodies. So the way we do that, there's a lot of options, but fitness is a little bit scientific you know so you got to think of what's right for your body and how you know and the ultimately we want to get longevity out of people so we don't want to injure them and where they lose their momentum we want longevity we want people training in their 40s 50s 60s 70s and still being fit and active and that's really important so as much as you have to evolve you still got to stick to what you know and stick to what science says
0: yeah fair have have people's behaviors and attitudes towards health and fitness change since you started 17 years ago? And and does that mean the services that you offer have also changed? Obviously, you've created this pop-up trailer. What else has changed? Look, years ago, personal training was massive.
1: You know, everyone had a personal trainer. But now I feel like it's actually really hard to even get people motivated. Right. You know, so I think people's um, perception on what they should be doing is that, clouded, that they just don't do anything, you know. So so too
0: much information means that they paralysed.
1: I think too much information. I think from social media, online workouts to franchises popping up everywhere to different styles of training, it's just like ugh, let's just not do anything because this is all too hard. And I think there's been a shift probably since COVID where I think people are putting their health and wellness um, slightly, you know, more to the top of the list. But it is a battle to keep people focused and consistent. So I definitely think people's mindset has shifted. You know, when I first started, I didn't never had to really motivate my clients. They were motivated, you know, and now everyone's tired, everyone's stressed, everyone's overwhelmed. So you're not just dealing with their physical side, but you've really got to stay on top of their mental health as
0: well. Do you think that's been made worse since the pandemic?
1: Yes, I think the pandemic has, um, I think particularly in Victoria, has taken a big toll on people. But I suppose, you know, how long do we keep using that as an, an excuse not to put our health ahead of everything else? Like, yeah. we can't just keep using COVID as a reason why we're, you know, struggling. Like, there's got to come a time where we, we all just kind of get our head in the game and go, right, this is what we've got to do to feel better.
0: Yeah, totally, totally. Tell us, I mean, you've been in business a long time. You've had your own gym. Now you've got the pop-up trailer. What have you learned about business since you started?
1: <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: so many things, I'm sure. <laughs> so many things.
1: Um, oh, I think just the highs and lows, you know, and it's the inconsistency of it, I think. Um, like sometimes you'll have a really good period where you're like, oh, my God, I've, I've done it. You know, I've created something. I'm, I'm on it. I'm, I'm good. I'm, and then the next week you're like, oh, shit. I haven't done anything. (laughs) So I think it's just the consistency. I think that's hard about business. And, you know, I talk about keeping my clients motivated, but it's hard to stay motivated yourself in business to make sure it's very easy to look after other people's needs and put all your energy into making sure that they're achieving their goals. But you've really got to take a step back and go, okay, well, I'm achieving these goals for my clients, but what goals am I achieving for myself? And there's a fine line between balancing that
0: yeah totally get it totally get it it's where support is handy hey yeah absolutely yeah, yeah that's a yeah. big difference yeah yeah what's the future for fitness addicts and for kelly britta and are they the same thing
1: Ah, uh, look fitness addicts is a bricks and mortar gym you know i'm 43 years old now and i think to myself do i want to be in my 50s with a bricks and mortar you know business and I don't know that that's what I want. It depends, I suppose, on um, what opportunities arise. But in terms of fit as FX, um, oh, I want you know I want many, 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 many trucks and trailers on the road. I want to employ many trainers that are out there to really get people feeling great again, and that's that, that's my goal. So. Yep, that's where I'm headed and that's what I've got to remember and, you know, empowering people to get back into fitness and feel good about themselves is um, my number one priority and how I do that, I'm not quite sure yet, yeah? but we will, <laughs> we, will. we will get there. We will get there. <laughs> we will
0: get there. Well, first we we'll get more trailers on the road, right? A- absolutely. Yep, that's the first thing. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of the stuff that you do is fun, right? Oh, it's so
1: much fun. It's um, And I think I've taken away the, the scary commitment side of it. You know, a lot of um, people think that they have to commit to something for a long term, you know, which is sometimes they just won't do it. Where I think for me, you know, as a business model, because I've used just the casual aspect of it, I think that helps a lot of people give it a go without being scared that they're going to be committed to something that they're not happy with.
0: Yeah. So they don't have to sign up to contracts or any of that kind of stuff. It's
1: kind of like pop up. Yeah. And I think that brings back a lot of the fun into it because you're not tied down to anything. And, you know, people bring their friends, you know, they bring their partners and, and it's awesome. I love that. You know, like over Christmas, I had girls from Melbourne come up, they did a session together and then went and had breakfast together, you know, and that's awesome, you know, and that wasn't something that they can do all the time, but every now and again, they can do that. And I think being able to do that is really good. So I just want to, I want to continue with that, you know, I want to continue to make sure that it's easy for customers to experience and, you know, open it up to communities that otherwise maybe wouldn't um, get that service. You know, with the trailer, I can go into schools, I can go into corporate offices, I can go into, you know, communities that maybe don't have any fitness facilities around. So it's got lots of potential and I, I really can't
0: wait to see where it goes and i know that you're doing a lot of stuff with corporates at the moment going in and you know corporates have got this interesting hybrid thing going on where partly they're in the office partly they're at home etc cetera, etc cetera. but i know the corporate stuff is dialing up for you and it's beautiful that the trailer can be anywhere so that your corporate clients can come and see you wherever their office is so that it's super convenient
1: It's really convenient and there's such a battle amongst people at the moment to get them back into the office. But, you know, for the last two and a half years, no one's had routine, no one's had structure, you know, and now that so many other illnesses are going around now, I think people are even, maybe they were going back to the office but now they're working from home. So I think it's um, the inconsistency of it all is quite hard for people to get back into the routine. But I think as a corporate office, if you can offer health and fitness as, you know, something that would be delivered to them, during their lunch break or whatever I think that's a a huge incentive to get people back into the office and you know if people know that on those two or three days they're in the office that they can go outside get a good training session you know delivered properly go back to work I think it might entice people to get back into the office so I think it's a really good you know thing for corporates to really think of
0: yeah and so much better than coffee and cake
1: absolutely that's how
0: that's at the moment how they're enticing people back but actually if they went "Mm, we've got some sessions available for you with a qualified personal trainer come and have some fun might be great
1: yeah yeah
0: before we go Kel, any tips for someone who's starting their health and fitness journey
1: yeah if you're someone who hasn't trained for a while or you've never trained but feel like it's something that you need to do i think um research your options Research what things you might really like to do. Research what's around you in your local community because it's a great way to meet people too. So just start somewhere, anywhere. You know, it might be get a friend and go for a walk. And then while you're out walking, talk about other things you might like to try or, you know, whatever things that make you, you got to remember as we get older, strength training is so, so, so important. And You should be doing that regardless, but you need to do that with guidance. So find, research what's around you, what qualifications do they have, how much knowledge and experience do they have, and are they the right person to take you to where you need to be and just start somewhere because you'll love it and you will benefit. There's, you know, all you do is benefit from it. So just give it a go.
0: I love that. Small steps, hey, small steps. Absolutely, yeah. For those business owners that are listening to you, Kel, going, oh, it sounds like it can be hard work as a business owner she's been in there for 17 years. What tips would you give them?
1: Uh, Persevere. (laughs) Uh, Just persevere because you're going to have – find out what your niche is first. Who's your market? What are you you looking for? What do you love as a trainer? But also try and be good at a few things so that you can deliver – different things to different people. So I think when a lot of trainers coming up now tend to work it, you know, if it's a franchise model, which is brilliant, but often it limits their learning capacity because they're seeing the same thing all the time. So I think as a trainer, you might not teach your clients this, but go out and experience different forms of training so that you know exactly where you sit in the market and what your, you know, skills are and what it is that you want to build your business based on. And I think just just persevere and just be true to who you are. Don't try and change because that's what other people are doing. Don't get too caught up in, you know, what social media platforms are happening and all that kind of stuff. Just be true to who you are because that will help and people will see that. And, you know, as long as you've got a passion in it, unless you have a passion in it, it's not worth
0: it. Um, Yeah, absolutely. And if there are any personal trainers listening who would like to, have a trailer or a truck? If oh I yes! Do it with Please Kel, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> let us know. We need more. We need more trainers. We yes. need more trucks on the road. We need more trainers. Thought I'd just put a plug in. There yeah. No. <laughs> look.
1: You know what? I can't wait to watch the up and coming trainers be able to deliver health and fitness to everyone. I think it's so important. You know, trainers have uh, they've died off a little bit, and it's such an awesome industry if you can navigate yourself through it you know, you can have a great little business and be outside helping people. What better way to do, them? you know, that's awesome. That's
0: an awesome job. I'm with you. And I can't wait to get my hands on some of that awesome merch you've got going on, Cal, because I know you've got beanies and jumpers and all that kind of stuff. But thank you so much for joining us on Tea with the Queen. It's been a pleasure to watch you. It's been a pleasure to watch you with the truck and to grow this thing, and uh, we're wishing you all the best. We're behind you 100%. Ah, oh,
1: thank you. The support means a lot. Yeah, when you've got a little cheer squad, it makes a big, big difference to the steps you take forward, so it's awesome. So thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: That's it for this episode of Tea with the Queen. If you want to contact me directly, all my details are at my website, emmaqueen.com.au. I look forward to your company next episode. I'm Emma McQueen. Thanks for listening.
1: Goodbye. Thank you for coming.